The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement. Welcome to the festive edition of Men Podcast and Badly. This is a podcast about old and forgotten games that we've played and then talked about them. We play games that we've chosen to play, we play games that we've chosen for each other to play, and we play games that you, the listeners, have chosen for us to play. This week, we are playing games that Christmas has chosen for us, boys. <laughs> Welcome, Cookie and Skets. How are we? <laughs> All right, yeah. Hello, how are you? <laughs> Ho, ho, ho. I'm not too oh. bad. <laughs> I like to point out I'm the only one who's got any sort of decorations in our little videos at the moment. I've got some tinsel on my picture there. Oh, yeah. Where's all your, where's your, where's your Christmas love going? Downstairs. In the front yeah, room. Downstairs. Oh. <laughs> I live on one floor. I have to. <laughs> I, haven't got that, I haven't got an up or down. How are your weeks been then, chaps? Not too bad, hard. yeah. Hard work. <laughs> hard. hard work. Yeah, hard. <laughs> yeah. I've literally been going to... The other night, I was so tired. I um, I got into bed, I did, and I sat there. I looked at it, and I just... I started phoning up my daughter, and I was like, oh, good night now, sweetheart. She went, Daddy, I'm not going to bed yet. I went, no, I'm going to bed. I'll see you later, baby. <laughs> it was like seven o'clock, like, you know. <laughs> I am so tired at the moment through work. It's unbelievable. Uh, mate. I've been delivering in the dark this week as well. <laughs> yeah. not, that's not been very yeah. fun. Do you get a flashlight? Yeah. It's very cool. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I saw Spicer put a picture up the other day and he had his flashlight on the front of his bag or something. I was like, oh, I hope they're work provided. Yeah, they that's are. Good. That's good. Yeah. The, the last couple of Saturdays, Cookie has been finishing as I'm starting, which is sucked. Absolutely sucked. That see, is seeing people, yeah, seeing people going home when you know you're going to be out for another five, six hours. I have been in work, though, since like five o'clock. Though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've already done like seven hours before you even started. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. So we were having a good discussion just before the podcast kicked off, listeners, and <laughs> Cookie was talking about two bird, three bird, duck inside a chicken, inside a turkey, inside a fox or something. I don't know. But Cookie, yeah, <laughs> right. I was in Hasda, right, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? Free bird roast? I, I just can't fathom how they've managed this. I mean, do they get like, like, say, for instance, like a big chicken to eat a medium-sized duck, which eats a, like a small pheasant, and then they cook it like that? I mean, how did you manage to get these birds together?" <laughs> <laughs> Can someone explain to me? You know what I mean? Because on the picture, it looks like it's like you know, it's like it's like an onion. It's got like sort of like rings of meat. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I can't figure out how they've managed this. So um, no, I have no any idea. ideas. I have no, yeah. no idea, mate. I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about like you know that like, having to eat like you know three different birds in one sitting. Like you know, that's a bit weird. I feel like you know, it's no different than <laughs> going to a carvery. Yeah, but they're not wrapped up together. It's like, you know, yeah. Just unwrap them. Well, I just say unwrap them. <laughs> oh, yes, because you've got your weird thing that you can't eat foods that are together, though, Cookie, haven't you? I can't, yeah, I can't touch food together. I um, When I eat, like, a curry, for instance, I eat the sauce bit 
and then I'll eat the rice after. Yeah, and I've heard a story about you. <laughs> yeah. uh, you went out for a curry, and the the rice came in a little ball already in the middle of the curry. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I touched it slightly, and the thing just caved away in the middle, and it just collapsed over each other. Oh, <laughs> it ruined my year, quite frankly. <laughs> brilliant. Well, not brilliant for you, mate. I, no, no. no, not brilliant. Not brilliant at all. Yeah. So yeah, that's what that's my weird thing I want to talk about. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just looking over the uh, the notes we got for this episode, boys. And uh, soon as sketch triggered the editing of the notes file, we've got a lot of stuff we want to talk about. We have. So uh, I can just shout out random things, or unless you boys want to talk about something specific. No, you just shout out, way, mate. You shout out. Well, I'm, I'm quite interested in Sketz's uh, barber antics. <laughs> so, I, I yeah, I went to get my hair cut this week for the second time since the beginning of the first lockdown. And uh, my normal barber... So, I, I, I said uh, a few episodes ago I, I went to get my hair cut and I had a bit of a nightmare because my normal barber isn't wasn't open. I think I, I, I said in the episode as well, I, I can be a bit socially awkward i think so i walked around town twice trying to find somewhere to go <laughs> that's such a sketch thing <laughs> yeah i found one place that was empty and i walked in there and said oh can i get my hair cut and he was like no i'm fully booked and i was like oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. and, uh, so um this week <laughs> you're crying it's a mixture of sweat and tears, to be honest. <laughs> I decided to go to the barbers that Cookie suggested to me this week, and uh, it was a bit. Uh, it was it was all right in there. It was I was a bit awkward again. It was expensive, so I'm not going back there again. All, all I had was the the sides shaved and just like the ends cut to keep it healthy. I got back to work to grab my car to go home, and I saw a guy leaving, and he was like. Oh, you haven't been to the barbers for a while, have you? And I was like, <laughs> I have literally just been. <laughs> you fucking slag, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I challenge you to a joke, sir. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, mate. Oh, that is such a sketch thing. That's brilliant, mate. <laughs> the awkwardness about going to a barbers. You're a yeah. legend. You're an absolute legend. <laughs> I kept telling... Uh, sketch to go to that barber is because I quite you know the lady who works there is usually like you know she's spot on like you know I actually went there the day before he did actually like but then I got an old lady I don't know what happened to the other one <laughs> so it was a little bit disappointed actually go and get it cut again tomorrow <laughs> actually no saying that it wasn't actually an old lady who cut my hair it was actually Jacobs it was your girlfriend's brother actually cut my hair actually saying that oh nice one nice yeah. one <laughs> Yeah, he's not old or a lady, so I'm lying to you. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, brilliant. <laughs> you said it all right. to me the other day. Yeah, I just, just totally remembered. You know what my memory's like. No, I was upset because the old lady was there, but the other lady wasn't there. I think that's what I'm getting yeah. at. <laughs> oh, Cookie, when I was listening back to our episode, the, our last one, you were on about the locked background or something to do with the background in the game, um, and you couldn't ah. think the right terminology for it. It's not yeah. parallax scrolling, is it? No. Oh, fuck. Well, I tried. <laughs> At least... Uh, <laughs> I, I could just actually, while I'm in front of a computer right now, Google it, so you just chat away and give me two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's cool. I designed a board game 
this week. Oh. In in my head. Nice. It's going to be really good. <laughs> but do we get to hear about the board game? Uh, I'm not going to go into too much detail because there's a lot to it. It's, it's like, right. yeah, I, I don't want to bore people because I'll probably get my words all mixed up. But it, it'd be, it's going to be a bit like a raid in World of Warcraft. So there's going to be lots of little bosses around the board and then you go and fight the main boss. That's cool. But I realised I've got lots of things I want to do now. I keep talking about wanting my own escape, uh, physical brick and mortar escape room. I now want to create tabletop escape rooms. I want to create tabletop board games. Uh, I've been meaning to turn my Formula D into Mario Kart for about three years now, which I've never done. Yep. Uh, I'm sure there was something else as well that I'm planning on doing, but I know I'm never going to get around to. Uh, so that would lead on to the next the next thing I've got written in the notes, which is uh, self-help, and in brackets, not wanking. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I wonder if I've got some kind of imposter syndrome or, you know, a, a mild version of it. You guys know, you heard of imposter syndrome? Nope. No. Uh, okay. I thought it was quite a common, commonly known thing, but it's basically it where probably you... is. But me and Cookie are dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what a free bird roast is, let alone that, mate. <laughs> I can't even count to three, mate. You've done a better job than me. <laughs> Cookie can. He goes one, two, a billion. <laughs> <laughs> you should see my notes for this game, though, mate. It's a lot of billions in that fucker. <laughs> But yeah, imposter syndrome is where you, you sort of really feel like you shouldn't be where you are. You don't deserve what you've done. And it also could mean like you don't start things because you don't feel like you're going to be good enough to to do it. It's a lot of, you know, it, it's mixed in with a lot of other uh, mental Mate, it's not states. just self-help, your note should say. You need to give yourself some self-love, bro. Yeah. I want to come well, and give you a hug. <laughs> well, no, I, I listened to a couple of um, <laughs> podcasts on uh, imposter syndrome. And they were quite yeah. good. Yeah, they were quite good. <laughs> I would fall asleep, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a puzzle game. Boring. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I got no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> I just, I just thought I'd start attacking you for no reason. I'm to oh. apologise. <laughs> so just a just a little note on kindness in the world. So me and the partner went out for a date night Thursday night. We went to the old vicarage in Bridgewater, highly recommended. Shout out to local businesses, supporting local businesses, cracking mill. But we got a taxi, and first of all, the taxi driver couldn't find us, so I had quite a comical conversation with the taxi driver trying to get him to the house. Um, ended up meeting him at the start of the close. And uh, we got in the taxi. We were going there. Uh, my partner said that she worked for the NHS, and then we started chatting about COVID and Boris and everything else. Um, we got to the drop-off point, and he was like, here you are, folks, hop out the car quickly. This one's on me. Huh. Oh, thank nice. you very much, taxi driver. So yeah, there's there's still kindness in the world, which is nice these days, eh? Oh, yeah, no, it's nice to hear. But all I really want to know is, did you do the uh, the usual thing? You know, where you sit in the taxi and go, "So then, busy tonight?" No, I didn't. <laughs> no. Because... <laughs> you say this because we were... <laughs> I was flicking through Instagram the other week, and there was a meme about it saying that like the only two things you ask a taxi driver when you get in is, yeah. "Are you busy tonight?" And what time are you finishing <laughs> or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I was adamant when I got in the taxi that I wasn't going to ask those conversations. But luckily, my partner speaks quite a bit anyway. So I just let her do the talking and then I just yeah. tacked on to the conversation. So it was all good. It's kind of like, obviously, with our job, isn't it? Where people go to, go up to us and go, oh, I hope it's not bills. And, like, ha, 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 ha. and I'm like, yeah, okay. 
I've heard this one a million times a day. I hope it's a massive bill now. Well, let's talk about your new IT job then. So, yeah, so I was going to talk about this record for most jobs in a year. (laughs) (laughs) So I started the year as a postman and I'm hopefully ending the year as a team leader for an IT service desk. I've been headhunted on LinkedIn, boys. So, uh, big time back. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so, so this year I've gone through like, I think this will be like my fourth job. Although officially I don't start this job until the 4th of January. And hopefully by the time this podcast comes out, I'll have confirmation that I start, but I get confirmation tomorrow, fingers crossed, that the headcount's been approved. Um, but yeah, so I started off as a postman, left being a postman to go and work for herpes, and <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> it's as bad as the name suggests. And then I went and worked for another IT company as an IT service desk analyst, with the uh, the premise of hopefully getting recognized at some point in my career to then go on and be a team leader. Well, within a month of doing the job, boys, my wish came true, and I'm ending 2020 on a high. So I I, I get my dream job. Yeah, it's awesome, man. So, I'm yeah. going to clap for you there, mate. You've yeah, done very thank, well this year. Thank you buddy. very much, Squire. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh. I appreciate it. Thank you, boys. Oh. No worries. Cookie. <laughs> so just looking through the show notes sir and i can see that someone's been playing cyberpunk this week yes well been um, enjoying it mate i did for about five minutes right i want to point it out i am not an fps player whatsoever i fucking hate them i hate them with a passion like you know but i've been sort of looking forward to this game for a while now like everyone else has and we all know now this game is the biggest well mess since well, you probably say No Man's Sky, isn't it, really? Right. Before you go any further, spoilers may be said during this part of the show, listeners. So if you don't I've, want to listen we... about Cyberpunk, mute for the next probably 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, depending on how long Cookie goes on. Oh, not long, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we need a klaxon. That's what we need, isn't it? <laughs> Some sort of sli- siren going off. Um, I can probably do that. That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, so um, started off the game off, right? Character creation, absolutely no problem. That actually worked. Now, I'm playing on the PS5, by the way, as well. And apparently that's the one where it all seems to be running fine on. But there is still glitches and bugs. So I started the game off. It's just a lot of... Actually, I felt like skets, actually. <laughs> You've gone past the most important bit. What What's character that? did you create? Oh, um... For anyone who doesn't know, Cyberpunk is like the most in-depth character creation yeah. screen I've ever seen in my life, to the point where mine is a female, but she has a penis. Yes, I've done the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> How big was your penis, though? Oh, I went large. Oh, I went small. Oh, did you? No, I went, I went <laughs> yeah. large with large breasts. Um, no. I made her pout a little bit, and I thought, well, I'm just going to keep up with like the, the hashtag LGBTQ. So yeah, I'm doing my bit in Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah, I did the exact same thing. So that was fun. Like I said, they they waffled on for the next 20 minutes. I took about two steps and then another cutscene happened. Uh, Like I said, I was feeling like scared. (laughs) I felt like, you know, I was like, is something going to happen? And then it was like, all right, let's do this tutorial. Cool. All right, then. Now, first glitch started happening for me then. My character (laughs) started spinning around in a circle and I was supposed to hit a target. How am I supposed to hit anything while I'm spinning in a circle? <laughs> so, um, 
I just hold it down the shoot button and eventually I managed to hit the target. Like basically as I was spinning around in a circle. So I managed to do that. That was fine in the end. We got there. And then I get to the, the open world map bit where that lot. And I, I found the game a bit like overwhelming really. There was so much. It was, like, it was like almost too much to take in at once. And I'm not very good at taking in too much at once. Like you know. Yeah I can only do about seven inches. we need a little drum actually don't we i don't think that deserved a drum cookie i thought that was quite good (laughs) (laughs) no the drum was a good thing (laughs) um where was i i can agree with you on the overwhelmingness at the start of the game though you do get pounded with a lot of stuff yeah and then I had to go do this quest now, or this mission, whatever. I had to go kill some dude, whatever. So I went through this warehouse, and now this is the part where I was like, I really don't like this, because there was a, like, there's a, here we go, there's a billion people everywhere there was, right? And I had to gun them all down, and I can't aim for shit, and I'm literally, like, making hole-shaped people round them, because I can't hit them properly. And I, I eventually wipe all these people out, and now I'm taking on this boss, and I somehow kill him. I don't know how. I just threw a, I threw a load of grenades at his head. And he died. Then he goes, go talk to Jackie. Now, Jackie's one of your companions that you're with. I was like, alright then. So, it takes me to this area where he should be. Now, Jackie is not to be found. I was like, where's Jackie to? So, I went back, retraced my steps. I went through the warehouse again. Couldn't find him. And then I looked left and right. In the end, I had to take the YouTube. I was like, this can't be right. No, Jackie should be there where I was in the first place. But, of course, this game is so buggy, the bloke has disappeared. And also, it's a main quest, so I cannot continue the story now unless Jackie appears again. <laughs> so I um, I quit the game, restarted it, still no Jackie. I was like, so the only way I could do now is literally wipe clear my whole save data and start again. And that's why I uninstalled it, and it's gone back in the case now. And that's where I shall belong. Mate, you know you can, like, on a serious note, you can message Cyberpunk and ask for a refund. Or the creators of Cyberpunk, not Cyberpunk themselves, but the creators of Cyberpunk. If um, Oh, CD Projekt Red. Yeah, you can actually message them because they're doing fixes tomorrow, the 21st. So they've got a big set of hot fixes coming out tomorrow. And then also, I think on the 28th. I bought it physical, though. You can't get a... You might, I, I'd still inquire, mate, to be honest. Yeah, I'd still that's inquire. fine. It's 50 quid, mate, isn't it? It'll sit in my collection, like that'll be it now. It'll just be one of those games where I just look at like and to go. To be fair, oh, the oh, fixes oh. will come out. But the biggest issue you've got there, mate, is that you're playing it on console and not PC. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'll take that. I'll take that. You just spend two hundred grand fixing that computer up so it runs the same games as me. You carry on. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just no (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah i just i've really enjoyed it so you've been playing it a lot then have you Uh, i played it for around about 10 hours yesterday straight really yeah oh nice so any um, issues whatsoever uh just like the odd pedestrian may like do a little bit of levitation but apart from Um, Apart from that, like there's been like no major bugs. Oh, there's been the odd one where you know where you select your mission, yeah, and it gives you a distance to track how far it goes. That doesn't actually work, so it's actually tracking the main quest instead of the side quest. Because I like I'm a bit of a completionist, and I like a tidy job journal, quest journal. So I try and do all the side stuff, 
and then continue with the main mission. Then once I get a load more side quests, I'll go and do the side quests and then go back to the main mission. But yeah, switching between those doesn't work. So the way you fix that is you save your game, go back to the main menu, reload the game, and it's fixed sort of thing. But yeah. I'm, I'm hoping these are the bugs that will get fixed with the update tomorrow. Yeah, well, there's a, technically I'm playing a PS4 version as well anyway because they haven't done a PS5 patch yet. Right. I believe that don't no. come out until late next year. So I might just actually wait now, wait until I get it all done, get the PS5 patch, and I might actually enjoy it, like, you know. But this was my one chance to actually play a first-person shooter game. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> Unfortunately. It, it is fucking quality. I strongly, like, advise go back to it once it's playable. Um, yeah. That's always also helpful, isn't it, when you go to play a game that's actually playable. But yeah, no, it's, uh, it's awesome. Really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've just spent the rest of the week now. Was it? I finished um, Godfall on the PS5. That was a good game, that was, actually. I hated it day one. Started playing it. I thought, what the hell is this all about? This is shit. Next day, I thought I'd try it again. Then after that, I played it for two solid days after that. and completed it. It was just so good. But a very quick game, though. It's like a um, hacky slashy, kind of like Destiny, but with swords. Okay. I would say yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a looter, basically. You know, you go around yeah. collecting loads of upgraded weapon, and your aim is just to kill your brother. That was a good game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I know that we've been talking quite a lot here, boys, but we've got a lot to talk about. One last thing, I guess, Cookie. Dizzy Egg, new game. What's all this about? Yes, um, this got sent to me uh, yesterday from uh, Chris Chantry. Hello, Chris. Thank you. You go, something to talk about on the pod. And I was like, awesome. So yeah, the uh, the Oliver twins. Uh, I think you talked about was it a couple of weeks ago, Skets? Yeah, it? yeah. I, when I did the Dizzy game, a couple of episodes yeah. ago. They have released their first game in twenty six years, and also it's free to play as well. It's called Wonderful Dizzy. Uh, what is it? It's a tap file, so I believe that's Commodore Spectrum, something like that. You can. They're just saying use an emulator for it. Here you go. Here's the file. Get an emulator and have a go on it. Um, I think it's a remake. I'm not sure. I think I saw about that, and it was a remake, but I'll have a look too. Yeah, I um, I should have really read the whole thing what Chris sent me, but I didn't. So, yes! <laughs> but we're <laughs> podcasting badly, and we don't read shit. No. So, <laughs> I feel but like again, you were the perfect cover for me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You're just yeah. as shit as what like, I was. <laughs> it's like I could do it, but I won't. <laughs> Um, yeah, but thank you for that, though, Chris. Yeah, but when um, when Skets has finished reading about it, he'll probably tell me more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You that. actually should. You probably sent it to the wrong person. Actually, <laughs> if you want half-assed reviews, then you got me and Jacobs. If you want someone to do it further, then you got Skets. That's how we'll do it from now on. Right, that's pretty much the legitest way you could publicise this podcast, <laughs> reading the people on it. <laughs> Two half yeah. jobs don't even make a full job. <laughs> <laughs> you've got a guy down there who actually does the right stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I say down there listeners it's because Skets is below on my video thing um, I don't know what the position is for the other boys but yeah I'm at the bottom yeah, yeah he's yeah. he's the uh, he's the last bird in our roast yeah <laughs> <laughs> does that make him the pheasant <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's the big boy oh so anything else that you want to talk about then oh, I'm just having a flick through boys I don't think there's uh there's much else to really talk about from well, definitely not from my week. I don't know about your boys' weeks so or fortnight, should I say? No, nothing no. from me. I, I obviously haven't played Cyberpunk like you guys. I, I played Heroes of the Storm. 
<laughs> oh, of course. Ooh. How's Heroes of Storm going? All right. It's not. I I had a really good winning streak for a while. I had a good winning percentage, uh, but I I sort of had a bit of a losing lo- losing streak as well. But yeah, so why? Why? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I just. Talking about Heroes of the Storm. Okay. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. There's no there's no sort of side agenda here. It was a genuine question. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> he's not taking a piss like I do. Yeah. So <laughs> So at one point I thought I was having a really bad time, like I said. And I thought I'll look at look at my stats and the ranged assassins, I wasn't very good with them, according to my stats. I was best with tanks and bruisers, like melee bruisers. So I thought oh, I'll play them for a bit, and I think I won like seventeen out of twenty games. Right. But I just had Check didn't you out. look at my stats to see. Like playing assassins is the most fun because you just go and blow people up. But yeah, I, I'm a better. I'm better with bruisers, and I didn't realise <laughs> if anybody was actually interested. <laughs> I know you asked. So, are you still playing Hearthstone? No, that's a shit show at the moment, isn't it? Well, you know you got me onto that game, Battlegrounds. Yeah. I'm still addicted to it. I, I still play it now. Um, I always have like one or two games before I go to bed. They've now, it, it, mate, it's incredible. They've introduced wishes to it. So on the fourth, ter- every four turns, you get a wish card or a spell, effectively. And um, it's to do with the latest patch, whatever the fuck it is, Dark Moon Fair or something. Yeah. And yeah, you basically get a card where it allows you, like, I don't know, for like the first one, it's like for the rest of the time in Bob's Tavern, all your minions get plus one, plus one. Yeah. And then I think like turn 12, you can get one where you discover a new hero power. So like if you started off with like a menagerie build, sort of the Amalgadon, whatever it's called, the Analgam, and then you've got that as an extra card, and then you can like discover a new hero power, which is pretty cool. But yeah, I just thought I'd give you a quick, like, I don't know if you've been following it at all or not. Yeah, no, I haven't. Mate, it's like, yeah, I'm still really enjoying that game. Yeah. You get that kind of thing in um, a lot of deck builder games. De- yeah, deck building games. Um, what's the what's the big one? What's the most famous one? Do you know it? Oh, um, uh, boss's face plays it, doesn't he? Um, Can I say Gwent? Yeah, uh, Gwent. No, no not, not Gwent. Gwent. Oh, that's a, I love Gwent. It's a, sing- it's a solo, single player game. I want to say Darkest Dungeon because it came out around the same time, but it's not Darkest Dungeon. Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire, I've heard of that. You've heard of that, not, yeah. Not ever seen it, but I've heard of it. You you, you get that sort of thing in them, like basically you're going through and you can get like a new power. It says like all of your attacks do bleed damage now or something like that every now and then. And you just keep... Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's really good. I thought it was a pretty cool mechanic that they've added in because like, a lot of people have been moaning that the game's finished too quickly. So it yeah. just sort of introduces a bit more variance yeah. to the game. But yeah, no, it's really cool. It's really cool. You've got elementals in there now, dragons. Oh, have yeah, nice. and they've added in a few different classes. Pirates. I think I told you about pirates like ages ago. But yeah, no, it's yeah. a really good game. Really awesome. good game. Well, do we move on to the games we've been playing for the last fortnight, guys? And I use the term the last fortnight very loosely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> especially, especially from my perspective. But... Me too. <laughs> Are we happy? Yeah, yeah, carry on. I'm, I'm happy too. Yeah? I'm happy. All right then. So, uh, I guess it would be logical that we talk about these games in trilogy order. 
unless you want to really muck things up and go two three <laughs> one or two one three or something crazy. But nah, you you go first. I, yeah, sure. You go. Yeah. All oh. yours. Wow. We've been waiting for this moment for a long time. Say, this, this is, is yours. Been, I, I won't get too hyped up about it, boys. <laughs> so, <laughs> as everyone knows from the last episode, um, I chose Die Hard One. NYPD. Hey, this isn't even my. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, I done better than the school bus boys. I actually played Die Hard one today. <laughs> so, <laughs> but <laughs> the game is incredible. Like it is absolutely amazing. Right, so let's get on with this. So I played Die Hard one on the NES. It was released in 1990 on the Commodore 64, and was later released on the NES in '92. Released by Activision, and it's a side-scrolling shooter. So. I, I, I really hope I shouldn't have to say this at the beginning of the game, but Die Hard is about a cop named John McClane who is visiting his wife in Nakatomi Building. His wife, Holly, is taken hostage on the 30th floor along with a bunch of other hostages. The main terrorist, Hans, is after <gasps> the money on the 30th floor. That bastard. Yeah, I know. What an absolute <laughs> fuck nut. Um, so there, there's a vault on the 30th floor and his hacker, Theo... Um, is slowly breaking the locks into the vault, and it's up to you as John McClane to stop him. I'd like to think that everyone knows what Die Hard's all about. But yeah, when you start the game, it is like there's no options. So you literally get beginner or advanced, and that is how the game starts. So dependent on whether you select beginner or if you select advanced determines how many levels are opened up to you in the hotel. There you are. And cool. that is literally how you start the game. That's different. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, uh. So, of course, I went beginner because yeah. I, <laughs> I wanted to try and complete the game. And uh, you start on level 31, I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was level 31. You've got, you press the, so I didn't realize this until about an hour and a half of playing to actually try and press the start button um, because I was trying to work <laughs> out the buttons. And I even had to Google an image of the NES pad to try and remember how many buttons were on a NES pad. So I was like, surely there's got to be more buttons than this. But there isn't. There's literally two buttons, your start and select button, and your D-pad. Is there shoulder buttons on the NES pad? Cookie? Why a NES pad? This was a PS1 game. Huh? No, Die Hard 1. It was on the NES. (laughs) What? (laughs) Have I fucked up or something? (laughs) Oh, did you guys play Die Hard Trilogy? Yes. Oh, so this is like even better. This is perfect. And this is why I'm back. So when you said we should play the Die Hard Trilogy, 
<laughs> even when I was Googling Die Hard 1, Die Hard Trilogy <laughs> come up. And I was like, <laughs> surely you just meant the trilogy as in one of us plays one, one of us plays two, and the other one plays I'm three. crying, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you killed me. Oh, <laughs> stop, stop laughing, Cookie. I'm struggling here. I'm trying to do a serious podcast. I'll play the correct games. No. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you. <laughs> I need to compose myself. Right. <laughs> Break. Are you going to play the proper oh. game? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did play I the proper game. Stick. Fuck it, no, stick with the NES game. It was brilliant. It was good. That's why I got to stick with Cookie. It's the only fucker I paid. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Because when I was actually googling Die Hard One to find out what console it was on, the trilogy game came up in the Google searches. I was like, Nah, surely you didn't mean that one. <laughs> right. So yeah, you guys should really go and play this then. <laughs> if you, <laughs> really good. <laughs> no, it was, was actually it? really good. It was really good. Oh, oh, boys, I'm sweating like a motherfucker. Oh, I need to compose myself. I love you. I want to see if we actually say the PS One on the episode. Next episode, we'll be playing games for the Christmas special. So we've known about Jacob's coming back for a couple of weeks now, and we have decided to play some Christmas games, obviously, for the Christmas special. And what we decided on was the Die Hard trilogy on the PlayStation 1. (laughs) 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 Ah! Epic fail by me, boys. So I, I want Can you please edit that bit in for the episode? (laughs) (laughs) You can hear it loud and clear. Oh. oh, I love you so much. So... <laughs> I had to Google a NES pad. <laughs> that killed me. <laughs> it's like, what? Why a NES pad? <laughs> 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 right, so. Tell us about the game, please. Yeah, keep after talking. my epic fail. <laughs> So, I had to Google an S pad. (laughs) 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 I can't. You're going to have to cut me out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, after that laughing fit, boys, and me obviously playing the wrong game. Um, so yeah, I've been playing it on the SNES. Nez. <laughs> Nez. No, no, I can't even get that bit right. <laughs> Wrong fucking console. <laughs> I can't even get it right, boys. I can't even get it right.
So yeah, no, the game's really good. So you start off on the 31st floor and on beginner mode, you can only go between the 31st floor to the 35th floor and you also have the helipad top of the top of the hotel and the whole idea is you've got a complete well you got to obviously save the hostages but you got 40 crooks to kill and yeah the, the whole thing is you can travel through vents you can go through stairs and you can also use a lift to get yourself around the building so i thought this was really cool actually for a game on the nez <laughs> and a game of its time all right <laughs> Is that like a, like a little shooter game then? Is it? Yeah, effectively, you're. It's a bird's eye view. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how. Think of cannon fodder. That's the yeah. best way I can sort of describe it. It's just more zoomed yeah. in than cannon fodder, but exactly like the GTA same. One. Style. Yeah, like GTA One. Yeah, like Apocalypse. Exactly that. With yeah. also starring Bruce Willis. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Look, well, Bruce Willis themed games. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that on the PS1 though? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, so you start off with a pistol and you come across like your first two bad guys. The first one's green. There's a mixture. There's green and blue guys. I don't quite know what the difference is apart from, I guess, the blue guys drop stuff. So you kill the first green guy and he drops nothing. You, you kill the second blue guy and he drops an smg and a radio so you pick up this radio you can then hear the chatter which yeah. is like the film it's pretty cool awesome so when you press the start button which took me an hour to work out that you can actually do that um <laughs> it gives you <laughs> it gives you a screenshot well it gives you a screen and it gives you your life which i think is like 15 blocks or something it tells you how many crooks are left in the game and it also gives you a health bar for your feet now, if you can famously remember <laughs> from the film, his feet are all mashed up, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your feet have a separate health pool to your life, which I thought was pretty cool. And That is mental. What they built into I the game, it. it's crazy, right? So there's like glass as well. So the crooks, they shoot the glass, and then if you walk through the glass, it damages your feet quicker. So you've actually got to pick up these separate health pack bandages for your feet. Yeah, <laughs> it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. So yeah, you get an inventory, um, which you build. Like you can pick up radios, C four explosive, flashbangs. Um, there's various guns throughout the game as well. I discovered the SMG and the pistol the time that I was playing, and some C four, which I couldn't work out how to use for the life of me. <laughs> but yeah, also on this start pause screen, um, you got six locks, which Theo, the hacker, is trying to work his way through. Now, the idea of the game is, or from what I read from Endgame, is you've got, it's roughly, it works out about 40 minutes. I think it's five minutes per lock or four minutes per lock. And by the time he's done all the locks, you default to Endgame where you fight the final boss, which is Hans, and you also fight however many crooks you haven't managed to kill. Ah, so you oh, yeah. spend, that is it's really, pretty cool. It's really fucking good. And you can actually slow down the locking procedure by going up to the 35th floor, getting blueprints to find out where the main computer frame is. You then go up, blow up the computer frame, which then slows down Theo's ability to unlock the vault. So it's got some really cool mechanics built into the game. Now, 
What really surprised me with this game is I never got to Endgame, so I've done some reading about it, but dependent on how many crooks you kill or how you depend decide to end the game, there are actually multiple endings for this game. So depending on how you play it, it actually steers. So a bit like Cyberpunk, you know, like the big thing about Cyberpunk is depending on what answers you pick and stuff like that to questions, it determines what path you take through the game. Everything has a consequence, yeah. basically. Yeah, it's exactly the same with this Die Hard game on the NES, not on the PlayStation. So um... <laughs> that just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. does sound like a really good game. Hey, yeah, uh, actually, you've done a very good choice here. So I the think. fact that I only started playing it today, I played it for four hours, and I did not want to actually put the game down. I actually had to force myself to get off the game to go and watch the United game. Um, and I was actually quite gutted. I'm quite glad that the, the football result was good because it actually made it worthwhile to stop playing this game. But yeah, you. Um, what else was it? Uh, I think that's pretty much about it, really. Standard Jacob talking about a game, to be fair. But yeah, I, I, I highly recommend this game. And Die Hard 1 on the NES is absolutely incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, <laughs> sir. <Yeah>. Awesome. <laughs> uh, cool. Shall I talk about the second one? You go for it, mate. You go for it. Not my day. Yeah, so the cool thing was, um, I just realised, neither of us picked up on when you said when it was made and all that kind of stuff and what it was on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the cool <laughs> thing about the trilogy that I realised was that the three games were different games, basically. So I don't yeah. actually know what the first one was. I was just expecting to find out <laughs> this this episode. <laughs> and I, this podcast, no one will ever know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Go bloody play it yourselves, isn't it? Yeah. The second one was... I didn't know what the second one was until I turned it on, but it was a shooting game, like Time Crisis kind of thing. Oh, that's cool. Which was quite cool. Actually, I think if I do remember, remember correctly, the first one was a third-person shooter. Yeah. I thought it would have been I something believe. like that. Yeah, but I did. Yeah, I didn't write down when it was released, who it was made by. I've got it. That. I've yeah, got I was it. Assuming one of you would. <laughs> Good. You, you would have thought the person reviewing Die Hard One would have done that if they played the right game. But yeah, <laughs> I've got more to talk about now, funny, because I've only got about five minutes of notes. So thank God. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, Die Hard Two. Uh, it was a shoot 'em up game, as in real shooting with a gun. Uh, I had to look up what kind of shooter it was. I guess I never really knew what this kind of game was classed as. Any guesses? Because um, oh. shooter games have has been taken over by by things like Fortnite now, haven't they? And and PUBG. Yeah. The the, the, the yeah. term shooter games. But wouldn't that be classed as Battle Royale though? Yeah, I guess. I, I I called it like an arcade first person shooter, something yeah. like that. So it was, possibly. it was. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it was a light gun shooter or a rail shooter. Oh, okay. Because you're basically on rails, which yeah, it kind of made sense after I looked it up. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was using a controller, so it wasn't easy with <laughs> a controller. I wish, wish I was able to play this with a, with a gun. Yeah, it wasn't easy. So much so that I have to confess I turned on invincible mode because <laughs> I wasn't oh. I didn't get very far to start with <laughs> yes. honestly I don't remember much about the second film do you guys know the plot the story it's just the one with the airplane it's the, the airport yeah yeah, yeah. The airport but yeah. I, I vaguely remember it but I was I was thinking the people who will care will already know the storyline so the people who won't care won't care about me not saying it in this bit so i didn't so i didn't look it up <laughs> um, all i knew is it was an airport and so is the game funnily enough my first couple of plays without invincibility didn't last very long at all <laughs> not i was rubbish yeah i managed to get to the to the second level where without the invincibility but i died pretty much instantly so the the game it drops you outside of an airport there are bad guys around. That's going to be quite obvious. Uh, but also lots of civilians and police, which you obviously don't shouldn't shoot, which which is a pretty pretty much a staple in these kind of games. You can destroy pretty much anything in this game, though. Like whatever you see, like all the walls, billboards, stuff like that, cars, helicopters, you can destroy it all. And I I started out like most people would: kill the bad guys, don't kill the good guys. And the bad guys, they, they all had like a big, large, a large um, blue crosshair around them, like pretty much around their whole body. And uh, the, the longer it was, they were there, I think the bigger it got. And if, if you sort of focused on one of them, it would start to slowly zoom in on them, which was quite cool. I think that was would, was good for like the ones that are hiding behind cover uh, to help you manage to hit them. So that was quite cool. I don't think I've seen that in a game. It's probably been done by other games, but I've not seen it. In any other games, I haven't really played many of these, though. To be fair, but they weren't all targeting you. Uh, so the ones that were actually targeting you had a big red crosshair over them as well as a blue one. So you knew who to shoot first. Now, once you kill them, the red one sort of jumps to the next one. Who it's probably it was usually the next the the, the one the person next to them. So as as if like you got their attention by killing their mate. It's like, oh, where are you? I'm gonna kill you now. And you kill it, and it jumps to the next one. <laughs> How dare <Yeah>. you! <laughs> Don't look at me in that way. <laughs> you die. <laughs> so the interesting thing was that it was a points-based game. Uh, you kill the enemies, you gain points. You kill anyone else, you lose points. I think I read for every four bad guys you kill and one good guy you kill, the points would even themselves out. But killing civilians did not lose you any health. So my my strategy suddenly became, shoot everything I see. <laughs> shoot everything in sight. No more messing around trying to shoot just, you know, just to the side of civilians, trying to, trying to keep them safe. I was just like, if they're in the way, then gravity will very soon be helping them get out of the way. <laughs> so you've just gone from good cop to bad cop straight away. Really. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Uh, you can pick up other weapons in this. You start off with just like a, a pistol. You can pick up health uh, as well. And I think there was a couple of other uh, bonuses, but it was it was usually like hidden. I think you got the weapons from the enemies, but like the health and other stuff is hidden behind walls. That's why you want to try and shoot the walls. I would assume going through this game over and over again, you would get to you get to learn where where they all are. You know, you so you have to like only shoot certain bits. At the wall where exactly where the health is 
Uh, it didn't matter to me because I couldn't fucking die. <laughs> so I was still I was still just shooting everything. So was this actually an arcade game as well? I or think was this I don't I assume so. Because it's it's got all the elements of an arcade game. Yeah. But I, I there don't There were really light guns know. on the PS one though, so I'm not sure if it was just a straight PS1 port. Yeah. I don't know. It could have been. Because the, the whole idea about when you kill civilians, you don't lose any health. It's a bit of an odd one for an arcade game because it obviously that encourages you to play the game longer. But in the arcade, they want you to spend more money. So yeah. if you was to kill a civilian, you'd lose health, and then that way you get to put another fifty p in and have another go. Yeah. Um, no, so never, yeah, maybe it was just never fifty p. These were expensive. I was going to talk about that in a little bit actually, but shooting okay. games were expensive. Like even years and years ago, they were always a pound. I'm sure they were. All the other games were like 30, 50p, but shooter ones were fucking expensive. The health was harder to come by. It's usually hidden behind walls or inside office desk, desks or whatever. The thing is, I had a rocket launcher, which meant I could search just about anywhere. <laughs> you know, just shoot it and it just destroys so much. So I was shooting everything I could find. Everything in the game, pretty much. I didn't care about running out of rocket launcher bullets what are they called rockets Rocket. <laughs> i guess <laughs> <laughs> oh dear uh, you do pick up other various automatic like machine guns and i think as you progress through the game your default weapon improves as well i think it was level three you start off with a machine gun as well which is quite cool and i assume another couple of levels you'll get a better weapon as a standard weapon which was you know pretty cool um, I think I got I, I got to about the fourth level overall before I turned it off. Uh, at, at one point in the third level, there was a couple of civilians uh, that dropped down, and I managed to shoot the terrorists around them, and and they started to run off sort of to the left of the screen. And I was thinking to myself, maybe I'm getting good at this game and managing to hold my fire when the civilians are around. And then another <laughs> terrorist dropped down on the right side of the screen. I just mowed across them on my way to him. <laughs> and I realised, no, maybe I'm not as good then. I just mowed them down. <laughs> Sitting ducks. Yeah. If I were to compare this game to a part of the body... <laughs> go on, what have you got? I would say it's the inside. <laughs> when you kill people... They just turn into a rectangle of pixelated blood. <laughs> you know? There's just no Ugh. body parts left whatsoever. Even if it's just with a pistol, the body's just gone and it's a rectangle of blood, <laughs> which is ridiculous. That's <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think I think there were some very cool levels in this. I think the one I got to, I turned it off. It was like a, you were on like a snow bike thing. I couldn't remember couldn't remember the word for it i but you know what i mean where it's got like the, yeah. the rail not the rails like the the it's not wheels it's like the tracks tank kind of tracks at the yeah, front it's just, you know what yeah called? tread yeah i can't remember snowmobile Bruh. snowmobile that's the one yeah you're on a snowmobile i think there's oh. another one where you're on a you're on a vehicle later on as well by the looks of it but i didn't really care about them i i i'd, I'd seen everything that i think i was going to see um, I don't think there was any other extra cool stuff in the because there was only eight levels. Did I say there was only eight levels altogether? I did. So I did four out of the eight. I got about yeah. halfway through. It didn't take Ooh. me. Yeah, it didn't take me very long with the invincibility. 
Um, obviously, it would be a bit harder. You... <laughs> Funny that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, overall, did it play much like the film? I don't remember the film really. Don't remember the film. No, no really. I would say like Die Hard one, the well, the one I played played a lot like the film. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was great. Like it actually felt like like you was in the film a little bit. Yeah, albeit it, it probably very did. Old. Yeah, it probably did go through all of the the various stages or various scenes in the film. Oh, mine did it. Didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> But overall, I would only recommend this game if you have an old CRT and an actual gun. Well, not an actual gun, a plastic actual gun, as opposed to a controller-shaped non-gun. <laughs> but, no, I, I never got the hype for these games at all. I never understood it. They're, they were so bloody hard. I mean, you you do I you do learn where the enemies are going to be and you know where to shoot, but they were mostly in arcades, weren't they? Like you you didn't get many on 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 consoles. Time Crisis, that's the one I remember. Yeah, after I think that. Time Splitters one as well. Time Splitters is a first person shooter. Was that a first person shooter? Was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On the nose. <laughs> no. But yeah, like <laughs> like, I said, uh, like you said. Uh, Earlier, they were mostly in arcades where they've always been expensive. So it would end up being a lot of money to actually get good at these games. Even if they weren't expensive, you still die so bloody quickly in them. That's how gaming started, though, wasn't it, in arcades? Yeah. Oh, yeah, full on, yeah. yeah. Have you watched um, the thing on Netflix? I don't know what it's called. I'll take your silence as a no. <laughs> mm, don't think, well, I, I don't know. You know me from memory of watching stuff on Netflix and whatever. I yeah. never remember, mate. Is it something no. about arcade games, is it? or? Uh, it was, yeah, like the beginning of gaming in general. Oh, ah, right. I can't remember what it's Not called. Too sure. Was it the thing you're on about where I had Howard Warshaw in the yeah. other day? We still only watched two episodes. So. I would like to watch it, but if I can't even remember the title for it, so no. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I did. I, this isn't in my notes, but if you were interested, I did actually look up why light guns don't won't work on the new style TVs? Why it has to be an old CRT one? Yeah, I would like to actually know yeah? that. Why? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's actually a sensor. It's not when you're pointing the gun at the TV. It's not like like you would think a laser pointer. It's a sensor, and it's it yeah. senses uh, what what exact pixel that it's looking at, mm. and so like the. Oh, this is going to be awful. This is going to be terrible, but I'll try. <laughs> when you shoot, the screen goes black very, very quickly and then goes white, I think. So imagine like, it, it draws the pixels across the screen and then it keeps going down, like like kind of like a typewriter. If if you, you like the, the, you know what I mean? Letters typing on a typewriter, yeah. it will go across. Yeah. And then it will stop on the pixel that it, realizes that you're pointing at and if if that is in the box of what the thing you you should be shooting then it's a hit if that makes sense yeah mm. so it's to do with the refresh rate yeah yes uh, the old yeah, tvs nice have a, a slower refresh rate than newer ones and that's why the guns don't work on newer tvs yeah it's to do with the refresh rate yeah this man learned something yeah. <laughs> did, did, you already know? did you already know yeah so it's it's only through trying to get um funny enough duck hunt 
to work. Oh, well, yeah. somebody has managed to get a light gun working on UTVs. Oh, he he uses like an extra sensor that he puts on the end of the gun and a Wii controller, and he's got some other little bits that he plugs it through. He uses like a a pie. What's it called? A swing pie. Retro pie. It's not retro a retro pie. pie. Strawberry pie. Yeah, Ra- raspberry, 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 raspberry yeah. pie. Uh, yeah, he uses like a raspberry pie, I think, as well. But yeah, that was quite cool. I don't know how good it is if it, you know, obviously it hasn't really taken off. But yeah, That's pa- really apparently, cool. the, according to the video that I watched, it works. <laughs> I can imagine something like that working, though. It's just time and effort in it with a raspberry pie. Yeah. And money, I guess. Yeah. But Cool. Anyway. Yeah, that's me finished with Die Hard 2. Wasn't a very good game. <laughs> it was a shooter. I mean, it's not you bad. should have played that on the NES, mate. I should have. It, I, the NES was out probably before the second film was released. <laughs> oh, Cookie, talk to us about the third one. That's my favourite favorite yeah. film, I think. The th- a third one is actually the my favourite film favorite is one. With a Vengeance, isn't it? It's not, it's not Die Hard 3. It is indeed. Yeah, it's my favourite one. No, it's just, there's no Die Hard. Yeah, I'll explain to you if you like me to. Go for it. It's it's a Die Hard, people call it Die Hard 3, but it actually is Die Hard with a vengeance. And um, yes, I play. Oh, gee, we'll start off right. Platforms. This 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 trilogy was on then. It was the PlayStation, obviously, Microsoft Windows, uh, and the, the Saturn. Sega Saturn I knew it was as well. On the Saturn as well, yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we haven't done any of this yet. So <laughs> developed by Pro <laughs> Probe Entertainment, uh, published by Fox Interactive, and um, Electronic Arts in Japan. Well, apparently, yeah. Okay then. Good stuff. Thank you, Cookie, oh, for okay, doing get... our job. Yeah. For us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, because I didn't know what to say there. Right. So, what I did was the third one, and that was a driving game. Right. So, if you don't know about the third film, little run through of it. The film stars Bruce Willis, obviously, as a NYPD lieutenant, John McClane, and Samuel Jackson as McClane's re- uh, reluctant partner, Zeus. Uh, who team up to stop bomb threats across New York City, carried out by Simon, played by Jeremy Irons. And mm. was it the film come out in 1995? Now, I love this film yeah. a lot. It's so good. So I wanted to play this game. And I wish I didn't now. This game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, right, here we go. I want to carry on this one. Joke time. Joke time. <laughs> <laughs> So, why did Bruce Willis eat Viagra while his plane was crashing? Because he wanted to die hard. 
<laughs> I was going to say because he wanted to keep it up. But then I was thinking that's a hell of a penis to keep a plane up. <laughs> that would be. Yeah. Uh, Very good. Right. Um, we'll start off with the graphics then. A lot to be desired, really. I know it was PS1, but it was just, it was just shit. You know, it's one of those games that haven't aged well. Kind of like the original Final Fantasy VII in a way, really. That never really aged very well, did it? No. Oh, it looks awful. Yeah, the background was nice, but the actual characters themselves were blocky and horrible. Kind of like this game, really. Pretty shit that way it was. So, the whole point of this game is you have to drive around the city blowing up bombs before they kill everyone. Now, take a guess (laughs) how you stop the bombs from blowing up in this game. Drive into them? Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Does that not blow you up in turn? Well, you would think. <laughs> um, so you've got this like this clock in the bottom left-hand corner that's like continuously ticking all the time. It shows you how much time you've got left until the bombs will explode. It's not really clear. And the game's going so fast, you haven't really got time to keep looking at it because this game is kind of like Crazy Taxi on acid. It's just mad. It's just gone straight away. The way to get more time is by collecting power-ups on the floor. They're kind of like little like yellow crosshairs, and they just say time. So that's pretty obvious what you've got to collect there. So yeah, about the blowing up thing as well. Because literally every time you um go out to blow up a bomb, it's got like a helicopter's view of you destroying something. It's like It says like helicam. And you just watch your car literally drive into this like this phone box or whatever where there's bombs in. And the, the bomb is literally detonating half the street, but your car just like you know, <laughs> straight straight through, no problem. <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, also one thing with this as well, um I don't know what your music was like in your game on the PS1 version on your sketch, but was your music like any good? Well, I, I have some sort of, like, funky pop music in this <laughs> game. And it, it doesn't give you a sense of, like, you're ever in danger or, yeah. like, you're on the ride. It's just kind of like... It's shit. It's like, you know, it's like this game was thrown together by a five-year-old, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you get the odd soundbite in this game as well. You get the old yippee which is quite cool, you know. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's quite nice. Um, I can't tell where it's from, though. I can't try this, this saying it as Bruce Willis saying it or Zeus saying it. I can't actually tell, because it, it's kind of like distorted. It's like, It's pretty shit. So, anyway, after driving around the city now for the next, like, ten minutes, I blow up about three or four bombs. Now this, like, this health bar come up at the bottom of the screen, and it said, Bomb car. And then I have to go now chasing after this bomb. Actually, have I talked about the compass yet? No. Nope. The top left-hand corner, sorry, there's a compass, and it tells you which direction you have to go. So, yeah. So, I was following that compass, and it took me a direction now to the bomb car. And, um, of course, though, you, you have to uh, destroy the bomb car by <laughs> ramming that fucker into oblivion. Like, <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> it's so I can't stop laughing about this game. It's so stupid. So far, it sounds like Taxi Driver met t- Crazy Taxi met Destruction Derby. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's, but but your car doesn't take any damage, it would seem. The only thing that will kill you is you run out of time. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's the only thing that will stop this car. Um, you're, you're driving actually a, a police car, actually, I must say, as well. Yeah, so this, this, this car is made out of some strong shit. It's funny that, because I was imagining a taxi. One of those yellow New York taxis. Probably yeah, because yeah. of um, Crazy yeah, Taxi. copyright, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, you can run over civilians if, that, if you would like to do that as well. So, so they are walking around like, and you can just literally flatten them. They go, Bruh! you know, stupid little sound effects they make. After you complete the level, I don't know about you again, Coxie, or Skets, or I keep calling you Coxie. Do apologise, I did this on the last episode. <laughs> fine. Yeah, no, it's yes. alright. Like, literally, when you're, like, giving you the score system at the end of the, of the level, do you have, like, people, like, self-combusting and burning alive everywhere, and it shows you the score? No. Well, this game does for no reason. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like showing you the score, and all these like pedestrians are now set aflame, dying everywhere. <laughs> is... There was one interesting thing when you're putting your name in after you've after you've died. Mm. It's got like a load, of, a big circle of people actually, and they're all holding up a letter, and you've got to run around the circle and pick them. Yeah, pick the letters, and they run after you. And there was one guy on. Yeah, fire, yeah. Well, yeah. this big circle of people all die. After you complete a level. <laughs> um, uh, you're talking about fires, actually. Have you ever seen that video of um, firefighters saving children from burning vi- uh, buildings, but in reverse? No. I need to say this. It's so wrong. They literally, um, they just put it in reverse. So they're, they're literally taking them from the outside and then putting them back into the burning <laughs> building. <laughs> Someone sent it to me not long ago. I tell you what, it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Is that nod no? Of, of course, though, us at Men Parking Badly, do we not recommend... <laughs> like, uh, people being put back in burning buildings, so... Um... <laughs> um... <laughs> like the fact that you have to make that statement. Good. <laughs> disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. disclaimer. That's it, disclaimer, that's the one I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> we don't actually do this. <laughs> After all, it is 2020. God knows. Yeah. So the next thing after this, this level was a race. You have to go through this tunnel, and you've got to race against this giant truck now. And it's just ever gets through this building, this tunnel first, the other one will just blow up. Of course, you know, I don't know why you would blow up if you'd have, a, but you do. So I did the race, and I beat the truck. The next minute, the truck just explodes into a thousand little pieces. So then, this was the next proper level after that. It, again, it was just. Driving around a well, actually no, it was more like a like a like park, you know, a massive park. You were driving around again, driving around, blowing up bombs by driving into them, um, destroying bomb cars. Uh, the bomb car this time was a giant hot dog shaped truck, <laughs> <laughs> so that was a little bit different. Again, did finish that level, and then it was a race through the tunnel again. I thought this can't really be it, so I went to our old friend YouTube to have a look. And yes, the whole game is exactly the same. <laughs> it's very wearing after a while. It's just it's just nothing to this game, really. It's, it's manic driving and the odd sound clip and just lots of shit blowing up. But I did actually watch... I wanted to watch the final boss just to see what was going on. So, again, if you don't know the film, it's about the bad guy, Simon... What's it? Gruber, isn't it? And, um, yeah. It's just basically a massive game of Simon Says, isn't it, really? Simon Says, you must do this. And they go off and have to do it, don't they? So, yeah. you know, you're, you're fighting Simon. Now, Simon's in a helicopter. And you're in a car. 
<laughs> it's a good job John McClane knows how to destroy helicopters with cars, because he does it in the fourth film. Yeah, well, this is the third <laughs> film, so... <laughs> this, is, um, this is, again, batshit crazy. So, of course, you have to drive your car into the helicopter. Now, you're probably thinking, well, helicopters are in the air. Exactly, they are. So what you've got to do is you've got to drive around after the stupid helicopter and find these little power-ups on the floor that says launch. And you just got to hit into it and your car now would be flung into the air and you've got to try and navigate your car into a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the people who made the film played the game and thought, this is a really good idea. We need to put this in the next film. Yeah. And it was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. How it's kind of like... I think the people who made the Fast and Furious film was must have played this game because yeah. they probably got all the riders. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it's like. After you destroy Simon, there's a little cutscene of a uh, two men standing on a boat, and then the boat blows up. The end. <laughs> <laughs> it made. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> just, just literally, it's like um, I don't know, Michael Bay has directed this game. <laughs> she said, right, all I want is just explosions. Fuck everything else. That will do. I This this game was shit. It was fun for about five minutes because of the, the reckless maniac driving you can do. But it doesn't make sense. It's a batshit <laughs> crazy universe, like, you know, where one police car can destroy a whole bomb, like, and a whole city by itself. And then escape unaffected. And affected. Yeah, what made me laugh as well, because at the beginning of every, every level, you got John and Zeus running into the car together. You know, so you, they just got like, you just watch their little bodies go into the car. Like, you know, it's just, it just looked, everything just looked shit. So, no, it was a bad game. Don't play it. Merry Christmas. Do you know what we probably would have discovered <laughs> had I played the right first one? The Die Hard trilogy was trying to give us three different concepts of games built within one game. Yeah, I it was, imagine, yeah. yeah, I can't remember the first yeah. one. I did have this game when I was younger. I can't remember what the first one was like, but I'm guessing you was probably roaming around the hotel trying to save hostages and kill bad guys, but manually, not yeah. with a gun, or then driving <laughs> a vehicle. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's my favorite thing of the year. That is, yeah. thank you. <laughs> Back in true fucking fashion, hey. Oh, definitely. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, we've reviewed the Die Hard trilogy on the PlayStation One and Die Hard One on the NES. <laughs> so um, <laughs> this is uh, where we move on to question time. We have a few questions this week. Well, two question E's. Or two question givers, but um, Lee Spicer has given us, I think, four questions from what I can see. So, Legend. what game has surprised you the most, which you originally thought was going to be rubbish? I don't know. There's been plenty of games that I thought were going to be good that turned out rubbish, like No Man's Sky. Yeah, I, I struggled with this one in all honesty. I, I haven't really got one. Because I, um, I would have never bought a game thinking it was going to be rubbish. To then yeah. turn out be good. I don't know. I buy a lot of shit. I do like you know. I just buy it because <laughs> everyone else is you know. Well, actually, I can give you one. Well, I didn't actually physically buy it. Skets bought it, but it was Shaq Fu on the PlayStation Three. 
Was it four? I think. Or was it yeah, four? PS4. Yeah. PS4. Yeah. Now I thought that was going to be wank based off the first Shaq Fu, but I actually quite enjoyed it. So there you are. There, oh, there's yeah. one. Yeah, that 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 wasn't actually. I, I won't say it was great, but it was bearable. It, yeah. Yeah, it was playable. So yeah, that that would be my one. In all honesty, I suppose that if it would be latest thing I've done was that um, Sackboy on the PS5 at the moment. I thought I weren't going to enjoy this game whatsoever. And I've sat down and played it with my little one the last couple of weeks. I tell you what, it's actually been my favourite game on the PS5 so far. Nice. So uh, yeah, it's been really good. It's such a good game actually. So um, yeah, it's the uh, Sackboy from Little Big Planet. I, I, I highly recommend playing it. Actually, it's really good. So. I suppose that would be mine. Yeah. I've got a few that I want to just mention here uh, because none really fit what he said. But uh, Final Fantasy fifteen, I wasn't sure about. I, I was a bit, yeah, I was a bit unsure whether it was going to be good, but I thought it was amazing. I know Cookie has a differing opinion. <laughs> Worst one in the series. You know <laughs> it. You know it to be true. And uh, I mean, I I wasn't expecting Until Dawn to be that good either, or anywhere near as good as it actually was. And the same with Life is Strange. Do you know what? That is actually one of my favourite games on the PS4. Yeah. I love Life is Strange. It was so good. Yeah. Did, I, did I talk about that a lot to you, didn't I? I think we spoke about it a bit at the time. Yeah, Kelly yeah. wanted to play it. Yeah, I loved it. It was uh, so good. We never played the second no, one. No, I haven't bothered. Like, you know, I had a lot of hate for it, and I don't want it to ruin my feelings towards the first one. Yeah. I wouldn't know these boys because they're PlayStation. But I'll, ta- <laughs> I'll take your words for it. Um, so the, the next question we've got here is, uh, I think this is based off the last episode, but say something positive about your rival console. I, I can say something positive about the PlayStation 5. That's not a problem. It has a button that turns it off. <laughs> I can't say anything anything positive because PlayStation doesn't have a rival. I mean, the other console is just shite, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, I'm not coming back to this. Anything you would um, like to say, Skets? No, not really. I'm just um, going to ignore Cookie on this. Yeah, it's 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 very green. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Which was your most memorable moment back in the day when we used to save stuff on memory cards and take to your friend's house to show them? I never really took took them around with me. Uh, I was thinking about this one earlier. Uh, the, the The main thing I remember about memory cards is I'm sure I've filled several up with just Final Fantasy VII saves. Because <laughs> you'll do a bit and you'll go, oh, I might want to go back and change that, change what I do, so you'll save on a different file. Oh, I couldn't do that. Can you do? You couldn't do that. No. No, I I never actually went back to do something different. But I would always think, oh, what if what if I do need to go back? And so I I just feel I'm very whole... OCD. I can't put too many save files. <laughs> it has to be one and one only. Yeah. <laughs> Throws me out of balance. <laughs> well, yeah, I got to a point where I would just fill because uh, it was 15 slots on the PS1, wasn't it? And I filled the whole thing up with Final Fantasy. And there were like the the the, the, the most recent one was probably 20, 30 hours after the first one and i know i'd never go back 20 30 hours and go through it again <laughs> but i just yeah i just kept doing that anyway for me with this it goes back to i think fifa world cup 98 on the playstation oh. Oh. and uh me and my friend we were doing a 
a World Cup and we used to save at his house. And then when it was his turn to come over my house and play, we used to continue the game from the memory card save. So yeah, that that, that would be mine. To be fair, Spicer, thank you. How about you, Cookie? I didn't have any friends. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> memorable moment back in the day. Um, I don't really have one, really, considering that none of my friends liked any of the games that I played. I was the only one who ever played RPG games, so no one would actually give a shit <laughs> if I went, look, I just killed Ruby Weapon on Final Fantasy. No one would care. <laughs> I would have cared. You would have cared, yeah. yeah. You, where were you? Where were you? Uh, I was playing at my house. <laughs> <laughs> well then. Where, where have you been all of my life? Probably at work. A couple, so couple of frames down, I expect. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right then. So the last question from Lee is, what game has the best music? I can't remember which GTA it was. I think it was Vice City, I'm not too sure, but it had Bark at the Moon by Ozzy Osbourne on one of the radio stations. That was pretty cool. I think it also had Iron Maiden, Minutes to Midnight. So yeah, that was... I can't remember which GTA it was. Was it Vice City? I don't remember. Maybe it was GTA 3. GTA 3 has the best radio stations with Laszlo. I would sit there, I would just park the car up for hours and I would just listen to him talk shit, (laughs) you know? But the best song ever in gaming history has to be One Winged Angel, Sephiroth. Easy. That's the best song. I have no idea what that is. Again, it's Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> That's why I have no idea what it is. Yeah, it's the final boss music. That is the best song in gaming history, hands down, in my opinion. I was going to go Final Fantasy VII as well, but for the boss music. Oh, what? St- still more fighting? I don't know what it's called. Still more fighting. <laughs> Yeah, I really wanted to learn that when I was younger, back back when I was in college as well. So many people wanted to do a cover of that. And I'm surprised that there aren't more well-known copies of it. You know, there's that meme song at the moment. Oh, I don't know. It's it's from... No, forget that. You probably... You might not know it. You might know it. You, you seem like you don't know what I'm talking about. Also, other than Final Fantasy VII... You got to got to be the Guitar Hero games, surely they got amazing. The, 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 oh the, yeah, that's a good shout actually. Yeah. The Metallica Metallica one was really good, uh, but MX two thousand and two, you remember that one, Jacob? What a game! Yeah. Oh, now we're going. Now we've got Tony Hawk's Pro Skater two as well. Oh, you just triggered a whole load of yeah. stuff now. Oh yeah. Well, MX two thousand and two, uh, it's got two songs by a band called Saliva on there. And since I discovered them through that, they've been my second favourite band after Iron Maiden for, well, for 18 years now. And through Skets discovering them, I then discovered Saliva. Um, amazing band. Amazing. Yeah. I, I don't do the old Rocky scene, unfortunately. I do apologize. Is it rock? I'm guessing metal. Yeah. I've, I've said for a long time now, my, my um, taste in music is Scandinavian melodic death metal and 90s boy bands. <laughs> <laughs> mine would be 80s cheesy pop and 90s boy bands myself like you know but anything you know any 90s i could quite enjoy hey talking about best music catchy as well i used to do the old bit of sing star back in the day yeah used to love it like yeah yeah it was awesome yeah i remember downloading the bangles under there I literally paid my own money just to get eternal flame i used to get i used to get him pissed some nights and chuck on the bangles and off i went that's incredible <laughs> 
Have you ever heard of a band called Makane Supremacy? Uh, yeah, I have. They've got a lot of gaming kind of music. I think you would enjoy it. I probably them, would. Yeah, if it's gaming music, yeah, I'll probably like that. Yeah. Lately. Yeah, try them. Cool. Right. And we're on to our next question. So this is from Chris Chantry. If you could make a Super Smash Bros. style game using retro characters, what would be your top three? Characters can be from any company or franchise. Hmm. This this is a hard one as well because so many have been in Super Smash Brothers now. Is this Bros? <laughs> they just put Sephiroth it? in it, haven't they? Have they? Yeah, Sephiroth he... joined two days ago. Yeah, yeah. My first one would have been um, Cloud, obviously, but he, I think he's in it or has been in it. He's in it. Yeah. So yeah. so um, one of mine is definitely got to be Varian Rin. Uh, he's my favourite character in Heroes of the Storm at the moment. I'm going to pick characters from games that I've played on on the pod. I'll probably have, like, who's that wanker from Dark Castle, the one who can't control his own body? I, I can't remember know. his name. The one he was conceived anally, remember? <laughs> 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 I can't remember his name. Conceived anally? Did I hear that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said he's conceived anally because he was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. I know what my top three would be. Mine's really easy. Go on. It would be the lemming that uses the pickaxe to go down, the lemming that bashes through walls, and the, ba- the lemming that digs down. There we go. That would be my three characters I turn into Smash Bro characters. That's pretty cool. cool. I like lemmings. Uh, lemmings you you made me realise Alucard from Symphony of the Night. Yeah, like I say, bloody um, Castlevania. Yeah, yeah. Symphony of the Night, yeah. It's Dracula backwards for anybody who didn't know. Didn't know. You didn't, you didn't know that? Didn't know. Cat spell. Alucard, yeah, is is just basically Dracula <laughs> backwards. That's what his name was. Who else? This is a toughie, this is really. The guy from Infamous, he was cool. Oh, what, the is bold that... dude. Was yeah. he bold? Or... The second one's called Second Son, is it? Yeah. Yeah, he was quite cool. Him. How about Max Payne? That'd be pretty cool. Oh. See, I was going to say Solid Snake, but he's bloody in it as well, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, there's so many that are. If if, yeah. if you would say like. Who would you want to add to the Street Fighter universe? You've probably got a bit more more to go on. That's a good question, Chris. I'll just say... That's a good one. That is a good question. Yeah. Do you know what? Fuck it. Eddie Guerrero. Put him in there. <laughs> Piss everyone off. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that way. Made me think of Eddie Hunter then as well. He's got his own game, which I am planning on playing at some point. That'd be pretty cool. It was an old PC game released in like 98. I think it was awful. But yeah, Ed Hunter too. Yeah, my top, my my four out of my top three. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right then. Moving on to, have we got any reviews? I don't think so. No. Um. <laughs> so we didn't have any boys. So now, what we're doing on the next episode, chaps? Because I have no as idea. <laughs> Sketch stated at the start before we start recording the podcast. Like I think, knock things out of sync a little bit. So, if I wasn't here, what would be the next thing? I don't really know, because we were going to stop doing games from the hat for a while anyway. I I had the idea of maybe doing themed episodes, like today, where we all play a game of the same theme. So, what like people could write into us and say, you need, all need to play a Lord of the Rings game or something. That's pretty cool. I like that idea. Ooh. Yeah. I do like that. All so right. uh, maybe not do that next episode. No. Maybe we... So we'll either be picking games for ourselves or picking games for each other, which I don't know how it's going to work either. 
there's only one game just each pick now. for ourselves. Yeah, then? should we just pick yeah. for ourselves the next episode? <laughs> All right, and we'll discuss. Yeah, cool. And we'll discuss in between. Uh, this is why I gave her the shit as the shit as games possible now, isn't it? Yeah. I have a list on my phone. Uh, I'm actually going to remember to look at this time. What, the top 10 worst games? No, games that I want to play. Oh, no. Yeah. This is my games I want to play. I want to play the worst ones. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what I'm going to play next week or next time. Do you want me time, to give so you a game? You can if you like. I've been meaning to give you Apocalypse for ages. I never chose it because that was going to be the next game I was going to give you when you left. Right, okay. I'll play Apocalypse then. If now, you want to play that. What am I playing that on? I'll try and get it's it right this time. PS1 Apocalypse right. starring Bruce Willis. Okay. I'll, uh... How about I just choose? Yeah, how about we do a week where I just choose them all then because i got one for Cookie as well. Okay. Yeah. Ben, no, no. What is it first? <laughs> <laughs> it's called Is No Good. Is No Good? Yeah. Okay, I'll play that one. I I Z N O I Z N O G O U D. I think it was a French comic. <laughs> is no good. Okay, I'll play this. What's it on? PS One. <laughs> oh my god, this looks awful. Oh, and what do I want to play? There's loads I want to play now. Um, I might play Wayne's World. I said months ago that I wanted to play that one and then kept forgetting. Cool. Was that a I Facebook can't remember cookie? if it's Wayne's World or Beavis and Bud, but one of them is terrible. I can't remember which one it is. <laughs> but I believe, actually, maybe both of them are bad. <laughs> oh, there's another one I want to give you, Jacob. Yeah, I'm changing, I'm changing your one, Jacob, if you don't mind. You go for it, mate. I think you should play Gunstar Heroes. Gunstar Heroes? <laughs> yeah. And what's that on? That was on the Mega Drive. That was on the Mega Drive, right, yeah. okay. Because there was a band we were following around called Gunstar Heroes. You, I, you probably still have their CD. I can't remember that. Do you not? Oh, is it? No, oh okay. I can't remember I don't that. think I have the CD anymore. Find the I'll, CD out. I'll have to dig through my attic and have a look. Attic loft. I'm not American. What am I saying? Gunstar Heroes was fucking awesome. It was, oh, maybe it was, maybe it was Rosie. They were like a prog rock band. And they kept going, follow the wind. Follow the wind. Sort of thing. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah I'm on it. Cool. Excellent. I'm sold. Wicked. <laughs> All right, boys. I'm going to follow that wind. Anything else you want to talk about? No. No? Are we done? No. Yes. The quiz. Are you got? You still happy to oh. do a quick quiz after? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, something that cookie wanted to do a while ago was just just do a little quiz during the episode and I, I've, I've taken that idea and 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 ran with it and I, I think maybe we should do a full episode for the quiz it'd only be maybe 10 to 15 minutes long but it'll be something to fill in the gap in on the off weeks uh, because it's released every two weeks so um there might be an episode last week that was a quiz week. <laughs> it might have happened. So we're going to record it now. And yeah, I should be able to get that edited and out by next week. Oh, hang on. No, because that would be tonight. Yeah, no, it might be next week after you've after hearing this. So I'll do the quiz. I'm in some Two sort weeks. of time loop now. I don't know where we are in weeks, but it'll be out. <laughs> so yeah, no, because I normally release the episode a week after recording, don't I? Two weeks after recording. Oh, yeah, no, a week after recording. Takes yeah, me you're a right. week yeah. to yeah. edit it. Yeah, and I always then... trip up with this shit. And by then, yeah. we'll be in tier 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, look forward to that. It's uh, 
it will, it will probably work out what we're going to do. We might have like forfeits and everything. I think we'll take in turns doing the questions. But I have 10 questions, which I sprung on them tonight. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and then we'll, we'll keep it. What are we'll the questions? Something. I want to know now. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, to round off this podcast, I want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year because I don't think we'll record before then. And to our listeners, thank you very much for sticking with us this year mainly Cookie and Skets, um, because I've not really been around. So I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah, have a good Christmas, boys. Drink lots and eat plenty. Oh, thank you very much. And you too, mate. It's good to have you back, boy. Yeah, definitely. Glad to have you you. back, because I'm not very good at doing that stuff as well. I probably would have forgotten to wish people a Merry Christmas and a Happy (laughs) New Year. I (laughs) completely forgotten. All right. So as Skets has got this nailed, I'll uh, hand him over for the outro. Cool. Do it in a Somerset voice as well. I don't really want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was everything for this episode. Thank you all for your support. It really does mean a lot to us. We have such an amazing time doing this and hope that you guys have an equally great time listening. If you want to reach out to us with any feedback, corrections, questions, or for any other reason, you can do by emailing us at contact at menpodcastingbadly.co.uk. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for Men Podcasting Badly. You should be able to find us. We also need to say a massive thank you to some of the people who helped us get up and running at the beginning. Shane, Pixel Zero, he can help with all sorts of technical and back-end stuff. You can find him on Fiverr and Facebook. Matt at Retro Heroes, if you're looking to buy or sell all sorts of retro gaming gear, he's your man. Check him out on Facebook and eBay. Faith Frost, uh, she, she very kindly did all of our absolutely amazing artwork. And she should hopefully be doing some more for us. Uh, to add Cookie into the mix as well, which would be very good, very, very cool. You can check out more of her stuff on Facebook, Instagram, or even request some commission work for yourself. And the other Matt over at Synthetic 3D, they create 3D miniatures and train for games like D&D. They've got hundreds to choose from. Some of them are absolutely amazing. You can do that on their website or, or, or Facebook. As always, all of the information there, including ours, will be up in the show notes. And again, a massive thank you to all of you for listening and joining us on this journey. If you enjoy what we do, then the best thing you can do to help us reach more ears is just to tell your friends about us. But also, if your podcast platform of choice has a review service, then all reviews are very welcome. Please stay safe out there. We have been men podcasting badly. And we eat free bird <laughs> roasts. <laughs> and play the wrong games. <laughs> yeah, that's even better, actually. Do that again. We have been men podcasting badly. And we played the wrong games. <laughs>